gentlemen's and gentle thems and welcome to another delicious delightful episode of art and labor this is lucia love and i'm joined by my (laughs) (laughs) co-hosts it's great to be on (laughs) i'm just excited to be here (laughs) (laughs) i've got um i've got a lot of things to talk to everyone about and they're all depressing um uh, it's it's Christmas all the way down. That's what we're talking <laughs> this about. This is today. the Christmas, Christmas reunion special. Yeah, official. Yeah, uh, yeah. TM, Lucia. It's so delightful to have you back on the on the microphone in the, on the podcast. Yeah, I was wondering, like nobody, what nobody asked, like, hey, dude, where did you go? So I feel like people are just. <laughs> Either the people yes, who did. say that really Ooh. the engagement <laughs> has plummeted. No, I'm just you <laughs> no. Okay, you're the only one who's like, yo, when are you gonna be back on the pod? Because you're the only. Because nothing reaches me in my dungeon, in your cocoon. In my co- yeah, I have a I have a thick. I have layer. access to the cocoon. I know where to find it, but not everybody does. But if they did, they'd be asking you. Yeah, I'm a yeah. That's my that's my character. Is like, I wish people would say they want me around. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. what is that like? Sundari miss you every time. Is that Sundari? Sundari yeah. Is that Sundari? Yeah. Or no, uh, I don't know what, what I, I forget. I forget, I get them all confused. Suna is the one where you're mean, and then you're like, "Why are you mean to me?" No, though? no, it's like you're such a fucking idiot. Why would I ever like you? Yandare, oh, no. Yandare is the obsessive. Okay, well, I don't remember the other one. You're the one where you're like, I secretly want things to happen, but I won't say it. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. I'm oh yeah, sad on the inside. <laughs> I think that's what they call it. Other words for sad. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's just universal. Lonely. Yeah. In yeah, in Japan. Pathetic. Oh, that one's sad. Well, if they would in Japan, they would make up new words for lonely. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, we don't actually. That's just like. This is what it's like to be to be lonely, but it's also the year of the rabbit. Oh, it's got a special, yeah, the sadness yeah. evolves with culture. Yeah, yeah. it's summertime cool. loneliness. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway Welcome yeah. back. Thank you. I missed you. I miss you guys. It's been a long, crazy road. Um, yes. Yeah, just just wiggity whack. Had to sign an NDA, <laughs> had to oh. get around a potential <laughs> lawsuit. All very, My God. But didn't happen. Saving it for the tell stayed out, Stayed out of the court. Inshallah. Good. But, you know, had a lot of things to focus on. Also, things started getting kind of get, get picking up a little after after the New York Times review. Yeah. That's right. Congratulations. I have had work. The most successful <laughs> member of our and labor. And then I, and I, got, I got married. Uh, yesterday was my anniversary. And, oh my and Vinny's here. In the room. And he's... He's <laughs> not Watching talking. Over. He's he's being very polite. Being a part of the scene, yeah. and yeah. we're actually we're Official lounging witness. right now. We are um we're yeah. we're in kind of like a Casbah atmosphere all together, and we're like smoking a hookah, smoking yeah. a hookah, dripping um <laughs> little grape leaves into our. We are. We're Mons. all wearing those slippers with the little swirlies on the end. Oh, absolutely. I'm on an uh an opium pillow. <laughs> I'm horizontal. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 you're oh, yeah, smoking Sarah's like a well. really yeah. long yeah, 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 long yeah. long tiny thin yeah. hookah pipe 
I don't know what the mouthpiece is called. Merry Christmas. Um, Merry Christmas. We are converting to Islam. Yeah. Um, that's our next thing. <laughs> Woo! I didn't know. I don't have a lot of time in my schedule, but I'll try to pencil it in. <laughs> the, um... <laughs> the, uh... The Chinese um, podcast that I listen to mm. for to get all of my um, news about world events. <laughs> Had their latest episode was about K- K- uh, Qatar, and it was like very like, um, should we believe the Western media oh, lines God. about Qatar? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, I mean, the Western is like, not like I it's was very like, yes, positive. I'm like, no, no, I know, but they were like, but they were being very like pro Qatar. Yeah. Oh yeah. wow. Okay, I get. <laughs> I get you. I, but I, they were still critical. They were still critical. It's just like about what? They, <laughs> I mean, they're they're critical of Qatar a little, but they but really because they're very landlords. informative. Well, it was they're very informative because they have wage labor. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. Like, no, they're not actually. They're really not actually that critical. <laughs> that um, or is at it least fine because they don't get wages? <laughs> is it all right to say that they maybe they didn't kill four hundred <laughs> slaves? Maybe they killed four hundred workers. Mm. You know, like right, yeah, exactly. What are we talking right. about here? It was mostly like stuff about like um the uh diplomatic position of Qatar, and then like um you know. Uh, Qatar being offended at uh, the West for their response to the hosting, like the not having alcohol and oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was pretty good. <laughs> and I'm like, honestly, yeah, like it, it, basically they they laid out all this stuff where they were like, Qatar is providing extra heat to oh my god um, Europe during the crisis, and Qatar is like this uh, strategic. Like it, it, the the podcast was like the panel was like talking about how they're actually a way better ally to the United States than um, Saudi Arabia, which is like probably true. I, I mean, it would well, be... at this point, it is yeah. because yeah. the their relationship is crumbling. To, I mean, did you see Saudi Arabia made up an SNL skit just so that they could start making fun of Biden? <laughs> Like I don't I mean say that as if the country did it. I don't actually know. It went viral though. There was this clip of them they they made like um it's so it's like a little Saudi Arabian Biden and he's falling asleep at the microphone and then there's oh, like all right. yeah. yeah, and I then mean, there's like a Saudi Arabian Kamala Harris of whispering in his ear, like, you have to say this now and then he's like, What? Oh I can't Which is funny because that's not even not the, even close. Yeah. That's but, like not what I that's look, not what we make fun of Kamala for. She's on they, Xanax. That's the thing you do for. They don't know how they don't to understand. do it yet. Yeah. They're yeah. trying they're to learning. Because they just they're doing this as a declarative <laughs> statement, like yeah. we're against you now. You see, we're making this jokes. is our first joke. Yeah, <laughs> this is baby's well, first this, joke. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I, I I do bring this up to kind of get into the, the what what you're going to school us on today, what you've been researching a lot, which is like a lot of this like international stuff, but mm-hmm. in particular in regards to like Ukraine. But like you know, it does remind me of like uh, Zelensky being from like a Ukrainian SNL. Yeah, and rising to power like through basically Ukrainian SNL. Fuck, <laughs> that was funded by yeah, oligarchs from the United States and among other pla- like Israel mostly. But he's an yeah. incredible performer, and he's <laughs> captivating us all with his 
his strength, his resilience, <laughs> and his victimhood, and the way that he blends it all together and becomes oh. a cipher for the people. Yeah, it's working. And then when you see him dancing in YouTube videos and like, didn't he do some drag yes, too? Yes, in heels. Yeah. He did like a kinky boots thing yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I don't quite I remember just what think, it was. Why can't we get back to that, Zelensky? You know, we should help them so that he can dance again. So he doesn't have to be hardcore, I'm in the bunker guy. Yeah. Whatever like the opposite of a sunk cost fallacy is what I have about this entire situation. <laughs> <laughs> Where I have started because i did not understand what was happening in february or march or april um i just have pretty like specifically glazed my own eyes over anytime i see anything so you're just like it's too late for me it's too late to i can't i can't catch up in. um i think yeah honestly all right, I'm going to say just totally just understandable. The, what have you been reading? Really, tell, but, tell everybody what you've been doing. Yeah. Okay, so I'm trying to understand a little better how we keep um, like bleeding our resources mm -hmm. and like how... So, so, okay, here's the little like... The United States. Yeah, the, yeah. as yeah. a collective, as yeah. like what our entire our tax dollars like state mechanism yeah. is designed to do is just keep like fueling the military basically right yes. and like yeah. right now we're making we're we're like making windfall profits because we basically like cleared out our caches of weapons mm -hmm. and we're now like talking about like completely retooling our military so that we can keep competing with china and we're in like a nuclear arms race to have like the craziest most newest most best nukes but we're also like using ukraine right now to like help Cipher. us like yeah boost up and to this like level out. where we just can freak everyone out i think that our job is always yeah. on the world mm -hmm. stage to freak everyone out <laughs> That's true. um and we're doing great so yeah, we export fear. So we export cops. We literally like we've talked about this in ancient episodes of the podcast for newer listeners. Our old episodes are fucking weird bangers. Like if you want to hear some like good, it's true, good takes from 2018. Yeah. Everybody wants that, too. They're like, damn, I want some vintage <laughs> takes on some shit. But that they, I didn't they were know about. good. They Soon were good. Yeah. I don't forget yeah. what I was just talking just about. Go but. into the unknown and press play. Just close your eyes. Scroll down <laughs> on our hundreds of rambling episodes and click one and see. I can't Maybe remember what I was. There's a specific one I was going to bring up. But now I do not remember. Was it that me. the CIA was, or no, that that no, it was NYPD. Giuliani. So Ju there's a um, there's an old episode about Giuliani's consulting company. Oh, um, <laughs> not entirely about that, but that was one of the topics, and it was like how he was he was training cops to be like the NYPD in other countries and other yeah. states. Right. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. yeah all right, so that's the thing. I'm coming to realize that conspiracy theories are completely unnecessary because <laughs> all of this stuff is documented and you right. really can kind of just pick up a couple of things and go like, oh, huh, damn, okay, the world leaders are actually just saying like stuff they want to do. <laughs> and then there's like, uh, and maybe this or maybe that. Maybe like, maybe we bomb them, but maybe we don't. 
they're not like, oh, never, no, 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 oh, it's a big secret. Oh, somebody else made me do it. They're like, ah, yeah, that was on, that was on the table. Yeah, and There's a lot of a lot of like the, up is the hard an idea that we could use. The hard numbers are written into like the defense bill. Like you can just look at the bill itself and yeah. look at where the money's go. Like those those are the numbers. Yeah. it's in there. So it's, so yeah, this is kind of like the <laughs> mindset that I've been trying to come at this stuff from. Is like, oh, okay, so. This isn't like a secret negative thing for world leaders. This is just like what they're in position to do and how they think that they can like accomplish their goals is by performing horrible genocidal acts against other people's population to give them the proper amount of pain to make them submit mm. to our economic policies. And then once we do, mm. we just establish some kind of managerial state and we do business. But yeah, just like looking at Makes it as, because, you know, I think a lot of people look at war and they're like, I just don't want it. Like, because yeah. it's bad and sad and I don't know what to say about it. That's where and I'm like, at. <laughs> no and it's fair sorry to be like Meh. no it's uneducated it's bad i'm glad we have you here well it's it's like hard because yeah. people are being just torn into pieces yeah. even in like small conflicts quote unquote it's like oh it's a small conflict only like hundred thousand people blew mm. up mm. you know it's horrible mm. it's horrible so it's like why would you have the capacity to do this if you like wanted no but that, to it, and that is like liberal that is like what liberalism is it's, it's walking the tightrope of like how can we get what we want without it becoming too big of a political issue and we don't yeah we it's like it as long as we can compartmentalize this stuff mm -hmm. and yeah. it's like okay we have a nice cozy place where we're there's no draft or anything exactly we're yeah. just able to like keep From this complete separation yeah, yeah. and like yeah oh yeah and so okay here's that. a real fun one ukraine um we don't okay <laughs> roll back the tape to like whatever 2014 yes please do no put this there's, timeline out for people there's like this insane uproar like oh my yeah. god you know there's tons that. Yeah. of nazis in ukraine yeah. this is New a York horrible Times, crazy Atlantic, place full of, of these, white supremacy yeah yeah, yeah. now nary a nazi to be seen <laughs> only sweet baby angels but <laughs> truth be told on the ground there are nationalists who are fighting for ukraine yeah and it's like yeah they have these platforms and these beliefs that they're not like you know it's like whoa that's scary dude i don't know maybe we should just live but they're like that's the thing that's getting them out the door mm -hmm. with a yeah. gun yeah like yeah. okay fair like that's you know you twist your brain up so that you can like go and shoot someone in the face yeah. like Sure, got it. And also, right. like, this issue was starting in 2014 with the annexation of Crimea. Mm -hmm. So Putin, like, going in, taking over land. Everyone's already militarizing at that point. Everybody's mm -hmm. already like, oh, some shit is going to go down because this guy's not backing off. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now, you know, fast forward a little bit again back to, like, last winter. Mm. People are acting completely shocked. Can't even believe this would happen. Oh, my God, this is, like, a complete tragedy right like I get, oh the they're being activated by liberal media to suddenly care right and why would putin just go ahead and just be like out of nowhere so crazy oh, and everyone's like calling him like crazy everyone's saying he's going senile everyone's like oh this is the last act of his life he's just going out there on a limb 
But then, um, you know, a few weeks ago, he yeah. goes out into this like think tank speech, which for three hours, he spoke about the ideological underpinnings of his like war plan and how he doesn't believe that like there's anything wrong with what he's doing because he's challenging these um you know like this conflict to him is a challenge of western hegemony right and he's like i you know and i'm not saying he's good he's a horrible bad person i mean but so it is true me. i mean that is true yeah like he's it is a challenge to Western hegemony. Yeah, like, and yeah. what he's doing is, like, really trying to, like, shift this whole, um, like, alliance of all of these, like, major players, which is working because mm -hmm. over the course of this conflict, like, you know, Saudi Arabia is starting to leave, like, okay, who, you know, like, what, um, like, because we work on a petrodollar. Right, right. So it's like, okay, what teams are are aligning around what resources? And now the United States is just talking about um, like lifting sanctions on Venezuela or not lifting yeah, sanctions, well, but like Exxon's working right. with um, like the some business. The national, because they, they, Venezuela. You give us oil, we'll just give you some dollars. But like. Because they nationalized their. Maybe won't be less than. They nationalized. Yeah. They had, but and so the the, yeah. the attempted U.S. coup of, of Venezuela yeah. was like like in response to them nationalizing their yeah. um, oil supply, and and so the the sanctions were like in regards to that, and then like the the you know why the um, Congress and stuff like paraded around Juan Guaido for forever, like for way too long, yeah. like to the point where it was like just the United States doing it. All of the other yeah. like United Nations countries did not recognize him. It was just the United States, like for way too long. Yeah. Like, um, parading him around was to, um, as a, a desperate <laughs> attempt didn't, to didn't, retain. Didn't Guaido like <laughs> exit the scene by literally like running away and jumping over yes. a wall yes yes so i think we did talk about this on art and labor at the time yeah yeah, yeah. he he was uh chased out of um their their congress or whatever and had to like jump a fence and, yeah he literally yeah. had to like yes yeah. like skedaddle <laughs> like he has no support like he has it's not real like the yeah any support that he would have had in venezuela would have been because of the united states occupation but they just couldn't win but now they so now it. they're talking with maduro yeah and they're yeah. actually which is like a sign of good faith but i think it's also a sign that the united states is kind of realizing that the mm -hmm shift of power is yep. sort of that you know we have to open up some doors that we kept closed for a while yeah and things yeah. are all just reorganizing there's a second world now yes <laughs> or a second world again because again, russia yeah. technically yeah. used to be That's called what I, yeah, exactly. yeah yeah crazy yeah yeah <laughs> and people we've only had the first and third world for yeah, a while now they skip over the, the second world all the time yeah <laughs> That's why they're mad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and and uh, and yeah, I, I, yeah. I know we can't really, we don't really have the capacity to get into China too much, but I will say, like the the latest media attempt to like portray like the anti lockdown um, protests in China as like um, of liberatory, like pro freedom and democracy, like popular movement is like insane. Like it's like so completely overblown. 
it's so wild to me that like i have not people... heard that i all i hear is that people are protesting because a building caught on fire the... and killed 10 people yes and the, they the, want the, the that's legit to lift because that's legit they were trapped inside i, I of heard the building. The, i'm yeah. hearing actually people talk about the facts so i don't know who's doing this whole Probably Tucker Carlson. Or something, yes, yes. But like, it's yeah. it's it's Jack Persobiak. It's yeah. all of the right wingers because it's it's very similar in character and class composition to the anti-lockdown protests that happened in the U.S. What meaning? It's not actually a popular movement. It's 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 localized like individual protests. So it's the the fire protest it is a legit protest, but it's a very localized issue for that area it's not like a mass movement that's taking over all of china oh i thought that it was kind of like the resonance that you get out of like um like a police shooting or something where people are like yeah you know what i also don't want i think to there be is stuck a, in that situation i think there is an attempt I'm also yeah. tired of yeah. this so I, this is relatable to me and i'm also protesting because dying in a fire sucks i think that's like true and to a certain extent and and but also i'm assuming things about people but also like on, i mean <laughs> to be generous like i will say that like some of the even some of the anti-lockdown protests in the united states had a certain anti-cop character to it if you think about like the ones back in like staten island uh the you know I don't know they if I'd did, go that far. Uh, the, but. <laughs> it's not in the same way. And and this is like documented. No, like, I think it's just a totally, totally mixed up, crazy, cuckoo bunch of people that were like, you know, every neighborhood had a different group that was like, here's my interest. Like the Hasidic populations that were burning piles of masks all together in the streets. Well, they were fighting like, the cops. The Hasidic population were fighting well, the yeah, cops. Well, yeah, people were, yeah, and that's the thing. It's well, because like they're trying to set up their they're own just, cops. Yeah, that's they just like, want, like... This is what I'm trying to say about the character of the protests in China. I don't think it's that dissimilar. I think it's like a mix of like legitimate grievance and uh, being very drummed up in the Well, we do like, Western okay, here's the thing. Way. We love democracy here, and we love to talk about when people are aiming for democracy, and we also love to paint pictures in broad strokes. And that's something we're going to keep doing this episode. Fucking Ryan Grimm at The Intercept had this tweet where he was like, uh, I think President Xi should reconsider zero COVID. And it's like, bitch, How? How could they possibly reconsider zero COVID given the makeup of their population and how people are organized? Like, how about in this? Buildings? How about this? <laughs> one China, one COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Only one. Have <laughs> one. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit as a treat. I mean, yeah. they they are up to like a couple of thousand of um, deaths. You know, nothing, nothing even close to our million deaths over yeah. here. But you know. yeah. We just don't know. We're going to have to, like, watch it all play out. But, I mean, yeah, it is. So, okay, talk about, like, tying it back in. People Multipolar are, stuff. People are know. looking at, yeah, they're like, yeah. okay, China keeps keeps on the rise. We're, we're watching Taiwan like Warhawks would. Right. And we've been making passes, like, at, you know moving in to control them but nancy pelosi well yeah nancy pelosi went over there and completely upset the order of things but after that also the um like the the i forget i can't i don't i can't i don't know everybody's name the pro-american um presidential 
candidate just lost in Taiwan. So in favor of someone who was more into like being connected to mainland mm -hmm. China. And it was sort of like a blow let to to pundits here like they don't want our democracy the democracy <laughs> won lost we, we we're the democracy friends though you be on our team so we're like trying to make plays for right. resources that are falling short right um right. and then then there's all this debate going on now too of like oh is russia gonna actually um keep fighting nato like but then turn around because right now they're like mm. China's one of our greatest allies. <laughs> like we've always we're you know we're we've always been tag teaming and you know working it out. We're we're always doing great. We never had a we didn't have never a split. had a Sino-Soviet split. Uh, <laughs> no, they are they are they are on the mend. That's what I get from my um propaganda podcast too. Is that the that's what yeah? But yeah, so on the mend. people are people are like one step aheading that one. Going okay, they're on the mend now. But is it that? Russia is going to try and like annex all of these former Soviet states mm -hmm. and then turn around and start attacking China. We don't know. Maybe those are just negative Nancys talking. <laughs> um, but I know we're on the table to be fighting everybody. Yes. That's we're, right. We're, we're positioned here to be like, okay, let's go out. Let's just, let's, well, that's every yeah, continent. Yeah. Let's it just seems war to everywhere. Me, like our our ruling class is divided in two, of course, and so then the red ruling, the red Republican ruling class wants to hit China, and then the blue Democrat ruling class wants to keep protecting Ukraine, quote unquote, and doing NATO stuff. Well, the I think I think the Democrats, like at least everyone with a liberal agenda, wants to use the military wherever possible True. because it, they, they're for both yeah, yeah. I, I, democrats you would think oh there's maybe there's, more peaceful no no it's yeah true. It, they're for both you're all, right they're all about the war budgets we have yeah very little conflict over how in in our upper class of how bad they want to attack I mean, but that is what sucks so bad about the left's position within the democratic like party trying to enter right. the party because like yeah. i was You're telling lucia about this there's this billboard in flushing mm. of a local oh, candidate yeah. there um who's re republican i'm pretty sure if, if state not, senator i'm going hard on china this <laughs> like, is so funny like it's the billboard literally says u.s out of nato what and, like the candidate yeah. and bruh which is it's like I don't, I'm okay, just shrugging. I don't, I don't complicated know. Don't, as don't. fuck because <laughs> NATO is an organization that was made basically to lift us up yeah. and make us like the head of the little mafia ring, the European yeah. mafia. It's true. Yeah, it is. It is a fucking mafia. NATO is. NATO is evil. No, like, I'm, NATO I'm is so fucking out of NATO too. It's, it's just it's just a weird position for like fuck. lefty people yeah. to be in because we put our eggs in being the left wing of the democratic party mm. and so now what's the left wing of the republican party is it do we well the thing about republicans is that i there is like a stronger contingency going on now that's more like oh we should be focusing on dismantling our mm. domestic structures right. <laughs> like we shouldn't because because like except for okay there is our taxes are going yeah. to the military and right. they're like why are we paying the military right. what's the military doing for us why don't why aren't we just doing business here we why are we do, giving yeah. money to people to do a thing there why aren't there we is, sending all of our tanks current yeah into all of our 
POC poor communities. Well, the anti, yeah, the, yeah, the other thing. Why are we not conquering ourselves again? We're not allowed to do within working within, working within the Democratic Party is like we're not allowed to, or like, I mean, I will, I don't give a shit, but like a lot of like of the politicians who have been elected as Democrats through the DSA are not allowed to do basically anything, but they're not, mm-hmm. they're certainly not allowed um, to take like a position that would be more, um, critical of any sort of u.s imperialist power or like the or the feds right that's what i was getting at before like it we're not allowed to criticize the feds because the oh the feds are going after the january 6th guys we can't be going after the feds like so that leaves the republican party completely uh monopolizing the ability to be like hey the fbi is really evil and uh i know it's like it's it's cynical and not real like republic or like that section of of because I don't even necessarily want to say Republicans because it used to be like Dixiecrats. It's yes. like they they have their line has always been this fake populism. That's like in National Socialism. True. That's like a fake populism. They don't actually. But I it's going to keep rising. With Republicans in them. It's like, I mean, at least I mean, who knows? Because you can't ever predict history. Right. But like when when leftists talk about doing this stuff, we we actually mean it. And when Republicans right. talk about it, they... It's cynical. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I agree. Who knows what's in the heart of man except right. for the yeah. world <laughs> leaders because they put it right out there, you know? And right now, we got, well, we we've got some pretty we got some pretty clear lines being drawn. Yes. Um, yeah. Like, okay, here's a... Oh, whoops. Fuck. No, you're good. <laughs> here's Read a fun one. I hit my mic. Um, what are you reading from? Uh, well, so this is, I'm hoping to bring it into the, yes. I have some texts and I want to bring it into the art sphere, but I'm still trying to set up the whole thing, but <laughs> right, we're talking yeah. about Sorry. the Fed. Yeah. Well, we, um, we talked about SNL. That's... <laughs> yeah, we're done. Entertainment, media. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm sitting with a little pile of books here. Um, but yeah, so I'm bringing it back into this, like, uh, this Ukraine thing, I think like yeah we you know we've seen a lot of like basically the first months of the war it was like everyone was like oh my god this can't even keep going this can't keep happening this is such a tragedy this is such a shock yeah incredible can't even fucking fathom this how could there be a war (laughs) and um you know I think we're finding lots of ways to keep like demonizing Russia in um like one of the most recent ones was uh the German like uh national stance was like oh we just decided that the Holodomor is a genocide. Oh, we just that. decided we just declared that now actually. <laughs> we did that a few days ago. That's a gen Guys, Russia's bad actually. Oh, no. Which Okay, one of the books I brought um, is The People Immortal by, I'm not going to say everybody's name right, Vasily Grossman. And okay, this is um, this is like a fictional account, but it was um, like Vasily was a, a, a journalist for the um, Soviet, like he was a, a Soviet war correspondent. And um, he was like, extremely highly regarded like broke news about like the most horrendous conditions of the war saw it all and then also wrote fiction to try to make it more like um palatable or or understandable like because it's so 
brutal and awful. The majority of this book is about Germans just fucking the shit out of Ukraine. <sighs> and then Germany today going like, guys, but Russia, though. And it's like, okay, <laughs> who is without sin here? Just In, let's... Right. Let, yeah. Because all of these things can be true, but also everyone is just playing to our ignorance of people's lived experience. Mm -hmm. And well, I'm like willing to say I also don't know anything, which is why I'm trying to read these books. And just to clarify, I looked on the back because I don't know. Um, this is about the Second World War. Oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, so yeah, Second yeah. World War, when the Germans are on their way mm -hmm. to be like having the yeah. bloodiest, most epic battle where they kill all these Russians also. And, yeah. right. you know, I think about this like I, when I was growing up with like my, my brothers and my dad, they're all like World War Two nerds and we would play um, Axis and Allies. Wait, the board game. Wait. You know the like it's like an 80s board game yeah it's like a bro it's it's my it, okay so it's crazy so my dad he he recently gifted me his his, <laughs> his um 80s copy of the dune board game and then he was Whoa. telling me about like oh yeah once when i was a teenager um me and all my friends spent three hours just setting up that game yeah it takes a and lot they never played yes. it no it takes a long time to play oh my God. and what I, all i wanted to say about this was like um the like in the manual who is the access and who is the allies is like totally ahistorical <laughs> like <laughs> really yes yes so like like the um like the soviet union is part of the access powers oh, perfect. in this game yeah. wow. awesome and had nothing to do with Incredible. like any sort of like yeah. liberatory um, we, <laughs> so we never had an alliance with them never yeah. no that would be really complicated to admit <laughs> so i that always remember also... that we also just had this whole thing where we <laughs> realized like, oh, we literally need to build the CIA so that we can attack them, but like pretend that we're not. All I remember. And then we also need yeah. to make too NATO hard to put in a board game, I guess. Express <laughs> desire to keep them down. Okay, that's cool. No, we're good though. We're helping. Okay, so just wanted to point out that all of the people who are hemming and hawing uh in the economic center that is germany um also being hard hit because they're like guys we're we're huge victims because of the pipeline that is broken <laughs> oh my god this pipeline shit the nord stream and which is still being no nobody really knows discussed yeah well they're investigating because Sweet. i heard that's switzerland so important did. switzerland did the independent investigation that they buried that's the that's the last thing i heard about it it was recently they, it was pretty recent, yeah. There was it was like last week or something. something there was yeah. some another that's like, well, it could have been anybody, but we we found out that there was an explosive that was detonated at this site that it broke. Yeah, and and just so, so people are clear, this is like a pipeline that brings what was it like thirty percent of heat to yeah. Europe. Yeah. Oh, and this is like why Great Britain is through to Germany, through to Ger through to Germany, and it's why. It's like it's making the war, the uh, like it's it's bringing stakes more stakes to the yeah. Ukraine war. Right. Yeah, it's basically. well and yeah. well and that's the thing. This is just like because the war centers around energy 
consumption and production and it's right. because we're we're all still living in an oil economy and they're we're like all okay still we'll send it oil punk <laughs> we're also oil punk yeah we're, we're we're making our way to solar punk eventually but not in our well, lifetime okay so here's my take <laughs> yeah. here's my take because okay putin is an accelerationist god he's he's like okay how can i how can i cripple this economic center right uh, at yeah. the start of winter and everyone's like oh this is going to be the most brutal winter ever we're that, setting yeah. in for it he's i'm not like oh he's a greenpeace guy but i like how he i think about like history how he'll be written about in um 100 200 years it'll be like there was this president and he had this energy war and it made everybody start producing solar like it had people had it to. had to fucking happen because yeah. everybody started dying and and like this whole gate to hell opened up and the people who couldn't <laughs> let go of oil just went and got sucked down into a vortex and the people who were left just made some fucking solar panels. I don't know, though, because I also, I think about, like, how many times we bury the conditions of that kind of, like, in the the class that the three of us were in about um, breaking things at work, uh, that one of our readings was about how, like, plastic was uh, created because we, in World War II, we lost access to, to rubber trees in uh, in the Pacific. Yeah, and like, right. So it's gonna I, be like that, like and we're that. gonna. But yeah, I don't no, know. But we're gonna make some other shit, and we're yeah. gonna think we solved oil, but we didn't, yeah. and we have to solve something else. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's gonna yeah. be. We're gonna be it's like, gonna oh, be we a made a solution <laughs> because. Yeah. Anyway, making solar doesn't fix climate change either. It's right. just something right. that we'll probably yeah. do. Yeah. Right. Because it opens yeah. up another market, and the, and and the like, lithium oh. Elon Musk shit is a dead end too. Like, it's right. More cobalt. <laughs> so so now we're swirling around in the in the yeah. malaise we're we're getting it um on the macro scale mm. we're all connected uh feeding into this war except for the people who stopped venmoing ukraine which everybody's really mad about you guys <laughs> you, it, how i haven't seen a single benefit art show for ukraine in months <laughs> and i'm mad yeah, I think people got to get back out there. They got to start auctioning their watercolors to help oh my God. out. This is like the only time I got shit at work when I was like, maybe we shouldn't immediately be doing a Ukraine benefit. I think we should like give it a bit, like see what's going on. Actually, I was like, everyone was like, they got real. Yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. it was like, well, I think Russian imperialism is real. And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. Sure. Okay. But yeah. like, okay. hi. I'm, also, I'm not saying that. Yeah. It is real. Everything <laughs> is real. real. But and how don't about you the think... imperialism that's affecting us at home? Seriously, like that's the thing. If we what have the power we... to help, can't we? We yeah. should. Are we not obligated? If we can, if we can li- shut down the yeah. bank accounts of Russian citizens and not allow them <laughs> to visit their families in, uh, you know, the United States, just then just seize we should. all of the uh, apartments <laughs> on like six six six. Is it Madison? We're renaming Brighton Beach. <laughs> <laughs> damn yeah dude freedom beach yeah freedom, yeah freedom um, beach okay so this brings me now to the topic that of discussion that i really really want to tell you all about it's this book in the face of war ukraine 2022 published by the 59th venice biennale 
Hans Ulrich motherfucking I read about this. Oh, shit. Just (laughs) helped us see an inside look into the plight of the Ukrainians because no one else is doing any benefits and we need to hear about the people. I want a fat check from the CIA to do an art show. Well, so here it is. The Venice Biennale shut down shut down the russian pavilion russians don't make art anymore yeah also they're all monsters and putin talked about this in his in his speech he addressed the um the how sad he felt about us uh trying to destroy russian culture and you know it's true we are trying to destroy. I mean, I literally, they, you know, and we're doing that. But we, but you know, you're not allowed to say that because they're monsters. They're hideous monsters. They're that monsters. Need to be squashed like bugs. Right. Yeah. yeah. Every Russian they citizen agrees with every single thing. Yes. Yeah. The exactly. Military is doing. Yeah. 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 That's just every totally on board. That. But, but it's also to the point where the United States. it's like, oh, we're burning copies of Dostoevsky. Yeah. Like, yeah. So oh, fucking stupid. I also I want to know we're breaking her. our vodka bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Their story for, for like <laughs> listeners at home. This book is like four inches by two inches and very mm. thick. And my and I feel there is something inside me that feels that if they made this a normal book size it'd be extremely thin because it's a very right. nice fat <laughs> well i think it's supposed to be a fourth of that the, size. it's like conceptually yeah private it's a pocket size thing yeah because you have to be on the run but wouldn't bombs. it also just stop a bullet be so sad <laughs> if you had a 30 page diary oh <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, here is the person who wrote it. I'm going to show you anyway. a picture of the artist. Um, it's <laughs> Yevgenia Belarusitz. I'm sorry for butchering every name that I say. Oh, there she is. I want to see her. Yeah, so um, very nice, very mm-hmm. nice seeming person. And I think, first off, it after reading this, it was really good of her to write this. Okay. Like that book too. I cried reading it. Um, it was really intense, and as a gesture to the community um, of people who care about what are what's happening in day to day life, like Mm. I think it's really valuable to check it out. Um, and the reason why I got the people immortal um was to try to like compare these two experiences of war because i really wanted to know like okay so what was it like in ukraine for world war ii because it's you know it's okay so like there's like a little modernity going on but then there's this horrible invasions and there's like a lot of turmoil and then what's what's going on in ukraine now and how are people seeing themselves and how are people expressing themselves and um so like at the beginning of the people immortal it was like Everyone is already completely ashen, gray-faced, fucked, just destroyed. Like, oh my god, like, where can anybody find a turnip? Yeah. And then um, I was kind of, you know, I was kind of scoffing because in the beginning of this, like, Venice Biennale book, it was like, I don't know, I think seven days in and she was like, I can't believe I I haven't had a cappuccino this entire time. It's like pretty fucking crazy to (laughs) me. But then by the end of this, you were like, everyone's gray and fucked and where's a turnip? 
40 days in. God. 40 days in and infrastructure being destroyed. Yeah. Like, yeah. and you, you hear her just sort of like, okay, it's the first day and I'm like trying to psychologically wrap my existence around this narrative and like like okay it's okay that i'm covering my windows it's okay that i moved my bed it's okay that everybody's evacuating i'm gonna figure out if i want to live in a bomb shelter or not few days later can't live in a bomb shelter few days after that everyone's trying to get food few days after that oh my god an entire apartment block is just leveled to the fucking ground mm -hmm horrifying so many more civilians are dying than you want to think about just and she's just writing like this is in uh kiev yeah yeah okay and it's yeah and everyone was like oh you could stay in kiev it's not right you know they're not gonna get to the center I it's not so bad that. and it's just and it's like even then they're getting messages from people who are living in villages outside of the city just burnt le leveled done everyone killed like mass graves bad yeah very bad yeah. but then there's this experience that she's living where it's like okay i'm really excited because a friend of mine is having an art show like in their basement and i'm gonna go look at a painting that they made and it means so much to me and it still is like, oh, I'm an artist. I'm just here. Yeah. So it's like, there's this, there's this other kind of um, attitude that is different from the people immortal, where it's like, this is war journalism, and I'm here to tell you that war mm -hmm. is like this and like that, and I am studied at bringing you this experience. Mm -hmm. So there's no none of the fat. And this like contemporary journal is more like. I don't read about war. I don't participate in war. I'm just here and a missile went over us. And I'm really sad today because the zoo animals haven't been evacuated and they're being riddled with bullets. Like, oh, fuck. But then you, the thing that, so this I'm like, oh, wow, this is, I'm, my heart is going out to this experience but then okay and that is the point we like it's like we should care like, yeah and and there's the i think like the thing that we're just like very hawk-eyed about and it and it's good that we are because like the liberals aren't going to be is like how those like legitimate feelings of solidarity are are being utilized by like the actual ruling class who is in in charge of our military spending. Yeah. And this is what and this was like the criticism that I have here is more about like okay, the person who was chosen to make this is like pointedly doing it's like a very pointedly poetic gesture mm -hmm. and she's like taking these photographs because she's a photographer but they're all very like it's like the emotional stillness of a world in turmoil and oh wow there's like the street who knows if it's still there mm. and you know i look at it like okay she's saying close the skies or you know it's like Open the skies, close the skies. Yeah. No, no fly zone. No yeah. fly zone stuff. Right. Like that's 
Yeah. We were like picking up on that stuff and doing protests at the Guggenheim Museum. And this was when I was starting to go like, okay, this is fucking weird that the art world is like making these emotional gestures. But then the kernel of it is always this like, okay, that's propaganda for us to enter the war, though. Yes. And we talked about this on on Art and Labor before you took your sabbatical. We did. We yeah. talked about it like a little bit. And like and I do encourage people to go back and read accounts of things, you know, like we were talking about before, like in like the New York Times line in twenty fourteen versus the New York Times line now about like, you know, the Azov battalion or like mm-hmm. these different groups that we were talking about before. Like it look at them. Look at how what why were they pushing this line then and this new line now? And it is important to have a sober analysis about that, despite the fact that, like, people are fucking suffering and dying and, like, all this really fucked up shit is happening in, and we're getting, like, a taste of that through, like, media and books. Well, and, 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 like, I mean, when you had talked about how this is all kind of trying to prop up, like, a nuclear arms race that hasn't been a huge pressing issue for like 70 years like the the amount of propaganda the the language used around bombing hiroshima and nagasaki was like people were drinking the kool-aid up until about 2008 mm. um i think that i was probably in one of the first like i mean whatever i was in texas texas public schools but like had arguments with with adults because they had been told over and over and over how necessary it was to drop these bombs that um there was such a huge push to say like no if like even though japan had are basically already surrendered um when when the bombs were dropped on them and but the language around it has always been like well we knew that more people were going to die from uh if we continued the war even though the war was not continuing it was over um oh yeah so you just say whatever and then people are like anything. oh okay yeah. cool like that's why we did it yeah I don't... we have to. and that's yeah. but that's like yeah that's why it's important to try to educate yourself about what these conflicts actually consist of because we're constantly being told that our tax dollars going into these efforts are completely valid and we should feel good and Mm. peaceful about what is happening yeah and you know to be against war i think it's important to actually be against war try to (laughs) unravel what our efforts are unwillingly like being funneled into well like right yeah, I mean, and it's crazy also to look at because uh, looking at like some of the other um, like applications of nuclear strikes after us yeah. uh, bombing Japan, it's like um, everything that uh, we tentatively were gonna do in Korea, yeah, fucking psycho because we already like yeah. napalm the shit out of them right. and destroyed like up to seventy percent of their infrastructure. Before yeah. then partitioning them and going like the North is fucking crazy. <laughs> we said so. Like yeah, it's just and then oh man, okay, so yeah. um my parents made my mom and 
her husband made friends with this guy who's an ex-CIA guy. And I was like, Whoa. yo, let me talk Let's to you, bro. Go. Oh, it's so fun. <laughs> so fun. I love it. I just, uh, everything he says, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Like, so <laughs> he, he, he was telling me because i kind of like got you know i'm I'm into it i'm like okay what do you think about this what do you think about that and then and then he i forget what we were talking about but the punchline that he had to offer was you know all i'm saying is if we dropped like some tactical nukes oh on the ho chi Minh trail things would have gone totally differently oh i'm just saying and i was like ho chi Minh trail like on a bunch of trees? Yeah. <laughs> on a but you wanna just fuck it. This trail that famously would just constantly change? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, if we I'm just, just played whack a mole with a bunch of nudes <laughs> all across. Yeah. If we just keep bombing <laughs> them, then we'll <laughs> we'll clear all of it. <laughs> and but it was normal and he's like, Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Also, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Barry Goldwater was a cool guy. And I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. No, but that's what, that's what, that's what people are thinking when yeah. their fingers on the button. You yeah. know. So it's like you can have an opinion, but also you need to know what people think and when they're doing these things. Yeah. Like someone who's yeah. actually like, okay, I'm helping organize these yeah. things. They're people. They're yeah, people. and they're like these are their politics, and this is like, and we're just responding to it or reacting to it's it. It's reactionary. We're reactionaries. Yes, a lot unless of unless we learn about what this is and try mm -hmm. to actually then get in the game so, somehow. So so much art is reactionary, and like, that's yes, exactly, yeah, and yeah. that's like all of these. So okay, that brought me to this next thing. Howard Zinn, artist in the time in times of war. Um, he has so this is like uh four essays. It's a really easy read. Um, but one of them was stories Hollywood never tells, and um, I just thought it. You know, if anybody wanted like a really quick read that position, I want to find artist. this so bad. I yeah, love I, Howard Zinn. Yeah. I'll find, I'll find an ebook and I'll post it on the website or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or we can, yeah. Take Another like essay. some yeah. PDF of this or something. No, yeah. I'll but find, I'll find it on the, on the Z library. <laughs> his whole perspective of this is like, there's something that's so valuable about art in a way that you can communicate conflict. And he talks about like, Catch-22 being yeah. a great example of, like, hmm. using these um, jests to get at, like, the absurdity of what we're participating in on a ground level. Because then once you, like, kind of understand, oh, people are being dragged into these things that they have no control over and they're being lied to about the concept of nationality yeah. in order to get them there. Um, but yeah, he's, he's like, okay, what if there was, um, like, okay, what if there was a story about the American revolution from the standpoint of an ordinary working man who hears the declaration of independence read to him from a balcony in Boston, <laughs> promising freedom and equality and so on, and immediately is told that rich people can get out of service by paying several hundred dollars. He's <laughs> like, these are stories that never yeah. get told by our media and by our general like art sphere because yeah. 
again, this thing we've talked about so many times is that our, like, actual culture is not built to, like, um, I don't know, to, to like, propagate those sort of, like, anti-capitalist, anti-imperialist messages. Mm-hmm. I'm, like looking at the conflicts we're in now and the way that we're being ginned up into this new like nuclear holocaust potential it's like everyone is drained everyone is terrified everyone feels horrible for ukraine and everyone's mad at russia everybody's scared of china everybody's not quite sure what's happening in india but we know that BRICS exists (laughs) (laughs) yeah BRICS is another one i mean there's several communist states in there's at least two communist states in india which is cool Uh, well that's Um, the thing it's like it's like China, Russia, I mean, Iran is like wants to be, and Saudi Arabia wants to be in it. I just, India, like they're all, they're all like, okay, we've had huge issues with imperialism. We're all like, they're all like, I mean, and then, I mean, I guess Brazil, like with the dictatorships, (laughs) at least people can go like, oh yeah, dictatorships. (laughs) Well, and that was like <laughs> <laughs> Vinny's just. We don't know him. though. Brazil is just kind of hanging out. I mean, it's <laughs> there. It really, yeah, it fair? really is. Yeah. Well, I I do feel like it was like like the like the United States did try to back Bolsonaro and um right. and did for successfully for quite a long time, but. I think now the United States is probably going to try to work with Lula. But did we worked but, with Lula before. Yes, exactly. That's what I mean. It's but not again, even fucking crazy. Yeah. But it, like, they tried to have too much with Bolsonaro. They tried to like <laughs> really like accelerate some um, shit on behalf of um, you know like Chevron or whoever else is destroying mm-hmm. the rainforest or whatever. Oh sure. And um, I think they our they oil companies are the envoys, right? And now we're messing with we're messing with some new friendships. We're gonna see what we can give to yeah. Venezuela through our oil companies, or if we can buy off Lula. I'm sure there's gonna be attempts to buy off uh, whatever, like or some deals for or Chevron. assassinate. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that'd be cool. More it likely. would change the um, conversion rate if we yeah. just would do some deals. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see that. I could see Lula taking some like populist. Um, deal that would like help workers in the short term, but fuck over the rainforest regardless. Yeah, Vinny's yeah. thumb thumbs yeah. upping me. Like, <laughs> I could see that happening very easily. Instinct, instinct correct. <laughs> the, you know, the social democrats love to sell people out, as we saw with the rail strike. We should mention. Oh yeah. <laughs> like you know, and they're like, oh, but they split the bills in two. That one of the bills is gonna do the sick days, and it's like. You are such Lucy football fucking idiots. <laughs> you are such fucking morons. Like, I, I, <laughs> it made me so. It's a victory. <laughs> oh my god! It's like the total opposite of like. It's just like, it's like you can't bipartisanship. You can't like that is too much of a devil deal. That is too much. Like, how can yeah. you not realize that that is too much of a devil Zero deal? Sick days. Go to, from <laughs> like to do the 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 um, anti strike. Like to vote that yeah. that like the you know the, the United States government has the authority to tell rail workers they aren't able to strike is not a bargain that anybody yeah. anybody should be taking, let alone democratic socialists, quote yeah. unquote. Insane to me. 
I'm sorry. That was my little. Oh, absolutely. No, of course. <laughs> I mean, but this is what this is what we're dealing with. We're right. I, we live in a country that's just working on making a movable workforce, and it does. That's what yeah. this is. What I'm saying, like, it's yeah. like we look at these things, like, what you can't do that. We're like this, and it's like we have this idea of what we are, or what we're supposed to be, or what we think America is, or what we think the whole plan is, mm-hmm. and the whole thing really is. We're moving whatever we can around so that we can deal with what we've decided is our primary focus, which is this massive military output that we that we use to control the positions we have in the world. And it doesn't fucking matter what's going on inside of the country. No. Yeah. We've like, wh- how many mass shootings are we up to? And the year is not quite over. 600 something it was like an insane amount of like mass shootings and we just go on year well, everybody year. was so cooped up you know <laughs> and the, Sorry, i mean horrible. well the thing is crime is on the rise and we're gonna have to get more cops going out or, <laughs> around out there you know yeah, let's give credence I mean, to that let's yeah. be leftists that give credence to that argument fucking yeah. <laughs> Jesus no i mean that's I what you know it's all know. it's all just like okay let's manipulation let's and, like yeah. lock it down and why would we like give any other groups control of what we're trying to do if we have a main focus here and it's like yeah we're gonna you know hey what if we reinstate the draft and it finally pisses people off enough but we include women to constantly <laughs> yes women and queer people oh my god die, yeah uh, they, don't, America they don't just automatically kick you out <laughs> if if you just <laughs> are just clearly gay <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. Oh my God. They can't use that excuse anymore. You can't say you're a faggot to get out of the draft anymore. <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> I feel like that's like the role of like these queer NGOs too is to like be like our proud veterans. Our proud veterans are you <laughs> know veterans with we're pride. people we're people too and we're Americans and yeah. like, like <laughs> goddamn like another way to like recycle culture in all these like psychotic ways, right? I mean. <sighs> Um, I guess I mean I don't know. I'm looking at quotes that. now. Let's, let's hear from uh, Lenin, who is writing <laughs> um, about the world conflicts. The first world war. Uh, between the wars. Oh, so and this is uh, this is like he predicts that America will go to war with Japan, mm. and he talks about how. Uh, everything is really just a um, it's just like a, war is the extension of like politics, politics by, by other, by other means, means. Yeah. yeah so he's yeah. taking that to heart and then yeah. um, discussing like alright you need to understand the economic centers involved and how all of the policies are going to be catered towards like moving these agendas forward but he, mm-hmm. he says it way better let's go lennon okay daddy big daddy lennon yeah right i mean <laughs> this guy seems to know what he's talking about here who doesn't, who doesn't want that um how can a war be accounted for without considering its bearing on the preceding policy of the given state of the given system of states the given classes i repeat this is a basic point which is constantly overlooked 
Failure to understand it makes nine-tenths of all war discussions mere wrangling so much verbiage. Mm -hmm. We say, if you have not studied the policies of both belligerent groups over a period of decades so as to avoid accidental factors and the quoting of random examples, if you have not shown what bearing this war has on preceding policies, then you don't understand what Mm -hmm. this war is all about. (gasps) Um, yeah. yeah, these policies show us just one thing, continuous economic rivalry between the world's greatest giants, capitalist economies. On the one hand, we have Britain, which, you know, it's time, sure. But um, he also <laughs> talks about France and Germany and America, um, a country which owns the greater part of the globe, a country which ranks first in wealth, which has created its wealth not so much by the labor of its workers as by the exploitation of innumerable colonies, by the vast yep. power of its banks, which have developed at the head of all the others into an mm. insignificantly small group of some four or five super banks handling billions of rubles mm. and handling them in such a way that it can be, uh, it can be said without exaggeration that there is not a patch of land in the world today on which this capital has not laid its heavy hand. Um, yeah. Oh my God. And I think, you know, <laughs> once you start to see it, I think like that passage kind of helps me to visualize like how all of our politics end in the point of a spear mm-hmm. and how we're all like kind of forced to be acting against, um, other, uh, like other populations yeah whether it's whether it's on a local level with the cops working with the banks to do evictions or whether it's on this international stage because it it all works in tandem it's like okay you can focus on one thing but it's all connected to like right yeah we're destabilizing a population so that we can send them other places it's like if you have a whole bunch of homeless people Mm -hmm. uh why don't you rehab in the army you know, like, why don't you get yourself oh, together man. with a little bit of stability there? Or, like, I think no. about this all the time. The Like, the way that, I mean, this is kind of a total, partly a total aside, but how, like, in nursing, um, the only way you can make money anymore is by being a travel nurse. But it inherently means that you can't organize with the people that you work with because you're getting paid much more than all of them who nor- work at that hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, regulars but it's it's all done to incentivize becoming a travel nurse and not having coworkers that you can organize with like and nurses being an extremely uh powerful sector of workers yeah Uh, i think like opening up the private sector and allowing business to create like these transient workforces just is like one way to ensure that when we do need to like do mass mobilizations like it's possible Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that i think anything's gonna happen i just think if you look at what we're going through from the perspective that lenin is yeah putting out there it's like okay um our country just made windfall profits from our Mm -hmm. weapon sales not from fucking keeping nurses in hospitals because they don't give a shit yeah and we saw that from the pandemic yeah 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 Yeah. i mean that's the thing all of this clouds a lot of things that we like were like able to see very clearly during the pandemic like too like you know there is all of this stuff, like very basic stuff that our neighbors 
and our friends and ourselves do not have that it makes like it makes these defense budgets like just even more disgusting that it's you know and it got but they got us though too because we were right there together like oh here's the moment where we can all see how screwed we are yeah but then there was so much cool like disinformation and paranoia and there was all this like oh this protest is being infiltrated oh that protest is being led by instagrammers now like oh everything is just like 10 seconds after it happens it's being diluted somehow and then now we're at the point where it's like oh we're actually doing great and we need to just personally give of ourselves to people who are doing worse because we're fine and we should we should really like recognize our privilege as americans is yeah the same yeah yeah the same america that is like actively been doing genocide against like you know immigrants and black people like and still and everybody knows and everybody talks about it all the time and we we actually we actually (laughs) had a huge media victory in popularizing that we actually like publicly have a narrative that says yes statistically speaking the way that we handled covid is extremely riddled with systemic racism yeah and people go to the go to these like um you know these fucked up like uh you know uh effective altruism crypto nazi freaks as like oh they're gonna solve the problem it's not gonna fucking solve the problem only we will only only an organized working class will solve the problem there's no fucking shortcut to how to solve these problems and it's not gonna be a fucking art show (laughs) it's not gonna be a fucking well and that's the thing it could be an art show and that's what howard's part of it that's what howard's in is saying it is it it can bring greek bring some people into but we have to look at the stories that we're consuming in Mm. that in that like how the media is continuing to shape our understanding of our position and like if we do have artists working in along these lines then we should be thinking about like okay who's talking about what and why and right it it actually it actually is important because these voices get platformed that then it's like this emotional resonance but then it's coupled with this thing that's like oh my god i feel so bad for this lady let me fucking start like rattling a saber for her right and it's like okay that or throwing paper planes clearly yeah exactly but the paper planes were like to try to get us to care enough to want to participate in the war yeah right 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 exactly that's what i'm saying is like people dilute themselves into thinking like oh this is like an action this is a solidaristic action me throwing this plane and they're not actually thinking about like actually the political Thing that's getting taken away from here is about this no-fly zone stuff which is you know yeah gonna cause a nuclear war uh, or like you know i i i think about like, like people just want they want to they want to they want to they want to participate yeah, like they or in, want like to to feel like they can make a difference in right. something that and it's like we can make a difference but where's you know right. where is the voice that's like here's a little story about a bunch of people who did a general strike because they didn't want to see war happen. Yeah. And they shut down a whole swath of some ports, whatever. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Maybe all the train 
Yeah. Maybe all the fucking train workers yep. decided that they they needed the sick days they're not getting. They don't fucking show up. But also, they don't want to truck any um, ballistics here yeah. or there. Yeah. Oh, uh, 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 boom. That story is kind of inspiring, isn't it? Yeah. But instead, we get these stories. It's like the closest thing you can get is like the fucking how to blow up a pipeline thing, which is like, how about yeah. this alienated little yeah. response where a bunch of individuals oceans, try and well, do Ocean's something. Well, Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. But yeah. from the left. Right. It's like, oh, okay, great. And then they get shot on the spot or put in prison and everybody thinks of them as crazy people. Yeah. Another Unabomber. Great. And, and they are able yeah. to, yeah alienate people again because if you're agreeing with their politics then oh you must be like a crazy terrorist right uh, yeah. so i i mean i go back to organizing along a party and just like i know it can feel like like putting like slamming your head against the wall <laughs> over and over again with how like um yeah. it like <laughs> fucked up these party structures are um but well, the, it just feels like the thing is that people are gonna make what they need to make when they've decided they've had enough and the only thing you can do culturally speaking is remind everyone who wants to hear it that when we get to the point where the structure finally breaks we're gonna be able to make something new and it should be with the intention that we can work together and yeah. it should be like okay it's not this weird alienated freedom where everybody decides they can just fucking go off and do whatever. Yeah. It's like, okay, when the levee breaks, dude, like we're going to make the boat together. We have to do it, but it's not time yet because we still have to see a whole bunch of more horrible stuff. And we all need to learn how to build boats. <laughs> Like, no, I mean, not, but I mean, we're gonna no, build I mean, the boat that we make, though. That's true, but I, I do like, think not... that there's like there is benefit in in like, I mean, just simple studying, studying lines. Like, well, sure, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's like, the you thing. Gotta, it's like yeah. keep keep yeah. you know keep, keep yourself <laughs> straight. It's not that you're gonna like just because like <laughs> you reach like, a crisis, you're not going to necessarily like totally know exactly what to do. Yeah, you just have to see like at some level. When there's enough people running around like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Da -da -da. Where do we go? Who do and we like, listen to? Okay, now like, we can build it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just not happening yet. Yeah. So you have to, I mean, who knows if it ever will? But I think if there was more of a conversation along those lines, mm -hmm. instead of like allowing ourselves to be emotionally disturbed mm -hmm. all the time, it would be mm -hmm. cool and yeah, just getting into this stuff really reminded me like that there is a really big space for artists to actually process things that are un unconceivable in any other yeah. way. It's like how do you how do you process what's going on in the world and things you're not in control of? Like, well, you can do it through metaphor and you can you can do it like in these hypothetical spaces of like literature or of you know some and primary or... primary sources like you know like you're doing yeah yeah it's just like yeah what does it feel like to read somebody else writing about their daily experience in the middle of a conflict it's like oh very confusing and hard to do anything and they keep talking about how hard it is to even think mm. but and I, like I, yeah, if you're yeah. supposed to, well how do you even save your own life at that point yeah i i i, I get i i just want to add like another thing to take in i think is like like you can read 
political caucuses and parties positions on these wars and you can read different ones so i do like i'm not like officially in dsa like at at this time i have been in the past but the dsa international caucus oh yeah is good and their lines on these things are normally pretty nuanced and pretty good um and it comes from like a collective working group like figuring out those lines um and that's like that's something that you as a as a person who considers themselves on the left can do to like just be like well what are what is this group that i know shares a lot of my politics saying about this and it's helpful and a lot of those those groups are also willing to like they usually have like i mean i hate to like harp on you know like reading groups are really helpful for this stuff because totally they helped me a lot um me too and, uh, it started and, this podcast, and it's, it's time. time <laughs> and it's time for dinner. It is yes. time for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Lucia, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Oh, wow, thanks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you, do you want to come back? <laughs> I don't know if I have something to say. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, well, maybe I'll lovely. come back onto the podcast that I helped start, uh-huh. but. No pressure. But maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're, the people need to um, speak out um, a bit more. No. Than oh, yeah, are, right. Yeah. Do you, do you want Lucia. This, this edgy attitude on your pod? <laughs> I came in and I was like, all right, we're talking about fucking war. I think that's a good way to do it is like after you read something, be like, okay, I finished something. I'm going to come on the pod. That is usually how my brain <laughs> works, good. though. I realize that because... Um, the requirements on my production have kind of been rate. The requirements are raising because the rent is going up. Well, people are just asking me to do shit. Like I'm yes, I like people want me to make things and I have to fucking concentrate because Mm -hmm. if I don't, then I don't have anything and I just put all my money into the thing I'm doing. Yeah. So I'm not looking at most things that I'm not a media analyst, you know. Yeah. Yep. So I don't I don't do weekly Lucia's takes the on any historian. Lucia's the historian. I just like I find like here's these things <laughs> that go together in my mind, and why don't I find out why they go together, and then maybe something will come out of that. But it's not like, oh guys, fuck! Did you see what happened today? <laughs> here's why i understand this i'm like dude missed most of it sorry i just don't even know a lot of weeks i'm like i don't know i can't make a sentence no it makes sense for us to 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 work this way and I just appreciate you having your voice back on the pod Woo! <laughs> well it's been a joy i feel like i took a big mental dump yes it was great you want to <laughs> say the line Let's have fun. That's right. Let's have fun. Lots of fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Let's have fun. Lots of fun.